Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Brainwaves. Hear the world differently. Bringing community mental health to you, raising awareness and challenging stigma. Tune in to 3CR Community Radio, Wednesdays at 5pm. Melbourne's Drive Time Radio Program, featuring community organisations, powerful stories and information. Find us at brainwaves.org.au. Proudly sponsored by Wellways Australia. Hey, it's Rebecca, Alana and Rachel. That's right. Don't adjust your whatever device you're hearing this on. It's us, live and in mono. No return engagements, no encore, and this time, absolutely no requests. Get a snack, settle in, because we're about to tell you the story of 13 Reasons Why, Season 2. You are listening to Brainwaves um, on 8.55am on 3CR. Um, so that's right, today we're going to be talking about Brainway, um, 13 Reasons Why Season 2, um, which is a Netflix original uh, and it came out earlier this year, yeah? Uh, yes. Um, and before we jump into all things about 13 Reasons Why Season 2, um, this episode will contain spoilers and trigger warnings uh, regarding self-harm, bullying, rape and mental health. So I wasn't sure what to expect when I heard that 13 Reasons Why was actually returning for another season. I thought... Season one had so much in it and I just was very confused where they were going to take this story of Hannah Baker into the next season. Um, And to be honest, I'm still really unsure what I think about it. Um, The more I look into it, the more questions I have and the more problems I have. Um, So there's a lot of controversy surrounding this series as it does ask um, tough questions to young people and it does aid in... Um, as a talking point about mental health and addictions. But I honestly feel that people can come become really desensitised with these issues through this TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely came up with this assumption when I was preparing for today's episode and I typed in 13 Reasons Why Season 2, like, themes, and it came up with, like, hot new TV shows to watch over the summer. And I just thought that's a perfect depiction to show how desensitised people come because is a TV show about suicide really going to be the new thing you're going to watch this summer? Um, Mm -hmm. So I thought that was a really interesting thing to pick up. Um, So we thought that we might, the best way to talk about season two would be to go through themes um, just so we don't miss out on any little things um so we might start off with a theme of justice Mm -hmm. do we want to start with that one yeah I definitely think so everyone knows last season so Hannah committed suicide Mm -hmm. and at I think it was the last episode basically because as if you don't know if you're listening to this for the first time 13 reasons why is based off a novel it's a 13 episode series documenting Hannah Baker's life leading up to her suicide and the aftermath it has on everyone else and basically Hannah creates 13 tapes I believe and every person every character has a tape and basically is like the reason why she killed herself Um, and at the end of this last season 
Tony, who's a character who Hannah gave the tapes to, handed them over to her parents. And then from that, that started a court case where everyone's going to trial against the school um, because her parents believe that the school is responsible for a suicide because they knew about the rape. They knew about, like, bullying and multiple things and they did nothing to stop it. Um, About the justice system, I don't know. I really hated how this season ended because I wanted some justice for Hannah because basically Bryce was, like, let let off. Yeah, but... I had a problem with that initially. Um, mm. that for you that don't haven't watched it or anything like that. Um, Bryce does get let off, I believe, with the rape of uh, Jessica. Um, and basically, they're just told, "Oh, it was just like a bit of fun. You shouldn't have been drunk. Um, and, you know, it's kind of her fault. You know." Yeah. Um, but I was actually as hard it is for me to say. I was happy that they did depict Bryce in that way and Bryce's outcome was like that because they kind of mirrored it to the Stanford swimmer mm-hmm. um, that I'm pretty sure he sexually assaulted um, a female on university ground. And he got probation. Um, and he got probation because he was a swimmer for the college and I thought that was interesting the way they mirrored it because they were in a way like they're talking to Bryce and they're saying, oh, look, you both are both young. You both have careers ahead of you. Why would we, you know, um, charge you for this sexual assault? Um, because you go, it'll ruin your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I thought that was interesting for us, especially in Australia, to see um, how real it is. Um, but Yeah, even I think in his defence, like Bryce's lawyer said, he's already had like all these scholarships taken away from him um and then the judge said you know I don't want to make things any worse for both of you so I'm only going to give you probation like I don't want to add to the problem but that also doesn't send a very good message Mm -hmm. even Jessica said like by punishing him you'll show that like our voice matters and our stories matter so obviously that wasn't sending a very good message by just giving him you know three months probation and not really making him do time yeah and I definitely think like, it was hard because, like, throughout, like, the whole season, Jessica, who got raped by Bryce, basically, for majority of the season, she was like, no, I don't want I don't want to talk about it because they needed someone to come out and say, yeah, Bryce raped me too, yeah. to even recognise Hannah was raped. And it took her so long to admit it. And when she did, they're like, yeah, but, like, why? His, his future's going to be ruined, so we're going to do absolutely nothing about it and like it's definitely realistic of how the justice system is especially with people who have been assaulted and raped like I mean even just like a few weeks ago there was the case in like Ireland where they basically showed a woman's like underwear in court and said well because she's wearing a g-string like she wanted it she deserved it and it just like, it, it's sad that these things still happen in society and it's even more sad that it's, like, depicted in television. Yeah. Mm. And even the fact that Justin, like, when they show that he was getting arrested too for, like, um, what's the word, like, supervising, like, the crime, 
Yeah. They've been, though, yeah, like yeah. in reality, he didn't really have a role in it. Like Bryce locked him out of the room. And yet in the end, he ended up doing more time. Yeah. You know, it's like, like how is that fair? Exactly. I mean, it is showing how another depiction of how it is in America, how just because you don't come from a privileged family yeah. and you don't really have parents that the justice system will like eat you alive basically um mm. Bryce came from a really wealthy family he was covered quite well and that was really telling in the way that he didn't get um he didn't get anything really he got yeah. parole um yeah. like yeah and then he got transferred to another school yeah um so leading on from justice um another theme that kind of links directly into it is guilt and blame i think yeah. um especially with, like, the victim blaming, mm. which was really um, relevant through the season, which is completely disgusting. Yeah. Um, but what do you guys think about the guilt? I think it was definitely really interesting, so I'm really glad. Uh, so in the last few minutes of season one, uh, they had said someone had shot, like, shot themselves, like, tried to commit suicide, and we found out in season two, episode one, that it was Alex. And he asked his parents, like, if he wrote a note. And he read the note saying, what What does it mean? Like, I could have stopped it. And, like, for him, because he couldn't remember anything from when he shot himself, that, like, through the process of the whole season two, he was trying to figure out what does that mean? What does he mean that he could could have stopped it? And then towards the end it was revealed that he was actually there when Hannah got raped and, like, he felt guilty because he he didn't help her. And then also there was definitely, like, a lot of slut-shaming, I feel. Yeah. Like, Ridiculous. in season one, season two. Oh, man, that didn't yeah. need to be there. Yeah. Um, that was completely irrelevant to the story. Um, I think another interesting thing about guilt was Clay seeing Hannah all through the second season Mm -hmm. um who did commit suicide in at the end of season one um and it's interesting to think of did clay have ptsd i know uh, you were saying that she had schizophrenia Um, yeah people just speculating like what what was the reason that he saw hannah but why was he seeing her yeah Yeah. and i think like i think it was more than likely like a guilty conscience because at the end when he says goodbye to Hannah, mm. like he no longer sees her. And I mean, it's really hard because I feel like this whole journey like goes on basically what Clay is going through, how he's dealing with it. And we already know that he's gotten in a relationship with Skye, which was revealed end of season one, that like she was self-harming. And I think because he couldn't save Hannah, he didn't help Hannah he got into a relationship with her to try and fix her mm-hmm. as even like the first like 10 minutes mm-hmm. of the show was basically when they were about to like have sex and then he like n- like he feels that she's been cutting and I think I know I think it goes into a whole thing is if you can't fix someone else like you try like if someone's committed suicide you can't you can't you can no longer help them so then you feel guilty and then anytime you see anyone else hurting it's like okay like I need to help like if you're feeling this way call me like every hour yeah and even like all the messages that Clay left on Sky's phone when she moved to the like rehab facility wherever she went where he kept saying just let me know that you're okay maybe he felt too guilty about what happened to Hannah and not worrying enough about her that he had to make sure it didn't 
the same yeah. thing didn't happen again. So I think that definitely influenced him and you can see that he carried that guilt around with him. Mm-hmm. Um, so moving on to um, the next theme, looking at power. And I thought this was a real dominant theme throughout mm-hmm. the whole, both of the seasons actually. Um, one thing I actually did want to touch on that I'm not too sure how I feel about it. I understand that does shed light onto it, but it's the power of the boys club, the frat, the the sporting team, you Mm -hmm. know, boys will be boys, boys will stick together. I just, I'm not too sure (laughs) how I feel about it, that, um, especially with the, the clubhouse and the Polaroids, um, um, for those that haven't seen the series, um, it was just basically like a clubhouse where some of the guys from the sporting teams took back girls and took Polaroids of them um, while they were intoxicated. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were in like just like their lingerie and um, they weren't very flattering photos of the of the females and they were kept in a pretty disgusting box of like mementos. Yeah. And I just, I don't know, I just don't understand like I thought it was interesting how they kind of presented it in the first episode because Clay like opens his locker and then he sees it he picks it up and then he turns it around it says Hannah wasn't the only one Mm. and I think like in a way like I think they've because it's based off the book obviously with any like tv series and movie it's going to be an adaption so it's not going to be realistically Mm. like exactly like the book but I feel like they've extended it so far to the point because there's all these polaroids there's bryce being um being basically broadcast to everyone that he's a rapist when the tapes get leaked to everyone Mm. um it's like people like marcus standing in front of like the whole assembly uh telling everyone that i can't like i can't be in support of like Bryce because he's a rapist and just all this stuff that leads up to like gun violence and Mm. like other suicide attempts like PTSD like it's just it's gone further than I thought it was since season one if anything I feel like um they started off with a quite a good story about not a good story about suicide but a story that gets people talking about suicide which I think is a great thing because more people need to talk about it more openly However, I feel like now they've just kind of put all of these things that young people go through and they've, like, just been like, okay, what else can we put into this TV show? Like, what's related to mental health that we can chuck in, like, a semicolon project? Exactly. Like, it's just, like, focus on one thing, do it right, don't kind of throw in all these other things because important aspects get lost, especially, like, with mental health and such. Um... And leading on from power, looking at gun violence and was it necessary to show gun violence? I don't think it's I don't think it's necessary at all to show a school shooter, in my opinion. I don't think it's especially if it's getting shown in America, if anything it would give people ideas that it's a good way to cope with your problems. Mm. I'm actually really glad that at like in the end they didn't show, you know, the spring yes. fling being shut up because I feel like that would have been you know hit like too close to home especially for American viewers because that's obviously an issue that Mm. they're constantly having with people you know shooting up schools so yeah maybe it's good that they showed you know another ending to that yeah but I also think like I don't know because if you look at it um most of the people who like shoot up schools in America um 
people do claim, well, they're mentally ill, so they need to be controlled. Like, we, we don't need gun control. They're just mentally ill. But I think it, it's gone so far from what I feel like it, like, kind of actually happens in America. Like, I mean, Tyler, like, the reason why he, like, was ready to shoot up the school was because of the things that the baseball team did to him where they raped him with a broomstick. And I mean, like, honestly, that scene's probably, like, the worst I've ever seen in TV. Like, I thought Hannah's suicide um, was bad when they showed her cutting her wrist. But that rape scene that, like, Tyler went through. It was very graphic, too. Like, they didn't Unnecessarily graphic. Like, I I literally, as soon as I finished the episode, like, I literally sat in my room and cried for, like, two hours because it was so bad. And I mean, like, they had hinted that Tyler would have like like something to do with gun control because season one they did show him towards the end of the season where he was like putting guns away and he was mm-hmm. like looking at guns so like I don't know like I think it's really tricky to kind of talk about it because like here in Australia like we've got gun control like it's not like it's not a regular occurrence but what happened to Tyler and like the rape like if you've seen Hannah's rape scene like if you compare that to what Tyler went through, yeah. like it's and like even you don't want to ever compare like something anyone goes yeah. through, but the way that the writers did it and like the whole scenario, like the graphics, like it mm. was just like it was just too much. I honestly didn't think I was actually talking to my mum about this, and I was saying that um, with thirteen reasons why I think. I have so many problems with it because it's for young people and I I understand it is a it is a talking point for young people but I mean a lot of us young people know what happens these things do happen and to depict it in that way I don't think it was necessary at all yeah like um like I just don't think it was necessary I was actually reading a lot about this where people said that the you know the fact that it was so graphic and so confronting was necessary because given that Tyler had just returned from that course that he did and in the yeah. bathroom scene where he was trying to deal with the boys you know in a calm manner and be like I'm really sorry you know he wasn't as aggressive as he'd been prior to that yeah. people were saying that it needed to be something so you know bad that triggered him to want to shoot up the entire school like because before that, you know, he was using guns and things like that, but he didn't have this hatred towards other people mm-hmm. in the same way. So something had to have affected him that badly to push him over the edge and do mm-hmm. something like that. So I guess if, he had, you know, he had just been beaten up or something like that, it wouldn't have the same effect or really explain why he'd go to that extent that he did in the end, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's just like like it's so hard. And, and like I do think it is really important that, in a way, like looking back at it now, like it, I do think it was important that it was addressed, but I don't necessarily think they should have included like how graphic it yeah, actually definitely. was. And the fact is, like, because obviously this season they had to include warnings, like thirty-five second warnings, where it was the cast talking about like this is what the episode contains, this is where you go to seek help. But it was still the fact. Like, I, I can't really remember, but I'm pretty sure before the rape scene, they didn't include a warning. And I think they should have stopped it right before the scene and said, this contains, like, extremely graphic Definitely. Like, I think so, yeah. images. Skip to blah, blah, blah if you don't want to see it. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, that would have been helpful because I know I had to go on Tumblr and Twitter, like, after I 
like binge watch the whole season and people were saying don't watch like 32 49 to yeah. like 33 yeah. 50 like it it like there needed to be another warning because I wasn't expecting that and I was just like I was sobbing so hard um, another thing that I thought that was really um it's not about the rape scene it's about gun violence um is the scene at the end when clay um like goes and like um gets the gun hmm. and he goes up and gets a gun and I think that was I don't think that was, should have been included because I just had the thought that oh people were going to see this and think oh yeah um yeah. I can like, do that too that like oh their friend might it's so hard for me to say but if their friend is a school shooter they're like oh yeah that's my friend I've known them since primary school I'm gonna go and you know they know me like it's fine I can just go and like try and talk to them but obviously they're not in that mental state and I think to show that Clay could just diffuse the situation so easily um I thought that was shouldn't have been included because now people are going to be thinking that they can do that and we all know what would happen if somebody did walk up to a school shooter and said oh yeah please do not do this you're better than that and also like speaking of that like also when clay went to confront bryce like i think it was after bryce said in court yeah like how hannah wanted it or something and basically they told the whole story of how it was hannah and bryce they were together Mm -hmm. which is another point like i think we should talk about in a second basically justin was like it's not worth it like don't like, don't shoot Bryce because Clay literally got a gun and physically went to Bryce's house to shoot him. Mm -hmm. And I think that, like, like it's just so hard. And, I mean, it's such a touchy subject because there's still their opinion of is, like, a school shooter, like, is it a mental health issue or is it just because they're... Bullied. Yeah. Mm. Um, But talking about what was like said in court and all the stories I think they definitely expanded on Hannah's story like I do think it was nice to see what was what really happened um like I mean for Clay when Zach got up and was talking about Hannah he revealed to everyone that he and Hannah had sex and they were together the whole summer and I mean I went I think it went into so much detail of what actually happened to Hannah leading up to moments and I think that ended up backfiring on the family in court which is why ultimately they lost the case is because Hannah was presented as like she's not innocent like she's had sex like she's been sexting boys and all that stuff like I think they I don't think they should have gone into that but I also think it was really a really huge shock to Clay and was also a shock to me that all these things were, like, happening. Yeah, even, like, Bryce in his, you know, when he said what his relationship with Hannah was and then at the end when Clay was asking, you know, the ghost of Hannah, whatever she was, um, you know, is it true, everything about Bryce? And she said he did, you know, lie and then it switched to showing the actual truth of how things happened compared to how... Bryce described them I mean him obviously making that up made Hannah you know just contributed to it and made her seem worse and like more involved with everybody when that wasn't really the truth so I was a little bit frustrated with each person like when they got up and told their story I don't I feel like the lawyers like easily twisted their words and didn't really let them speak and in the end it just sort of made Hannah seem like she was in the wrong for being involved Mm. with everybody when that really wasn't the truth. And I just think it's like, 
it went into so much detail of what like happened like because obviously as the viewer we're only seeing what Clay saw because he was reliving the moments going through the map that Hannah gave and going through the tapes but there was so much Hannah didn't include in the tapes and I think that's also there's been huge controversy um especially season one is like Hannah Hannah bullied someone to the point where uh the person left school Mm. um just like other scenarios of just things that have happened and even even now that I'm just thinking of it there was some really inappropriate like behavior throughout this season like especially the counselor like obviously last season he didn't report the rape and he asked Hannah are you sure it really happened and I mean that's terrible for a counselor to do but the fact he even went a step further to assault Bryce in like the first episode telling him to stay away from Jessica Mm -hmm. like and throwing him against the wall and choking him like that's just like a whole nother part that I don't think they should have gone into yeah definitely um so just before we wrap it up um did you want to say if you recommend it um and basically just sum up what you felt about season two um I I don't know I don't know if I recommend it I think if you're interested in in just like finding out I think it's definitely a good watch but I wouldn't watch it by myself again. Like, I'd watch it with someone else that I know. Um, It's definitely a lot more graphic than the first season. I don't really know what's going to happen because it's been renewed for a third season. So I really don't know how it's going to go from season one, which was okay, to season two, which was extremely graphic, to now Mm. season three. Mm. I think, as everything, like, we'll always review it because it's – like a good talking point and it's good to talk about mental health and media but I think we need to reflect back on is this really appropriate like is this the message that we want to send to people well this is mental health like this is mental illness on a platter yeah Yeah. I mean honestly like I preferred season one to this one but I don't know whether that's just because it was such like a new thing when it came out and you know it was such a like turning point because shows like that hadn't really been made so I don't know whether it just had a bigger impact but I definitely do think like it's important to watch just I don't know to increase awareness that these issues do happen in everyday life especially in places like high schools where there's you know all sorts of dynamics there but I felt like there wasn't really much you know talk about mental health issues specifically the only time they really mentioned it was in court when they were questioning Hannah's mum and they asked her whether Hannah had any predisposition to genetically to a mental health issue and she mentioned that there were issues of anxiety disorders on her side of the family and then briefly when Clay and Skye were in the centre and Skye said that she'd been treated for bipolar disorder but there was never really I don't know any specifics about it or you know Tyler like obviously he was suffering from something but no one really pinpointed him or what sort of issues he was going through so maybe that's I don't know something for season three but I guess we just have to wait yeah and it seems like every single character like main character in the show has some form of like mental illness and I kind of wish they'd elaborate on that yeah um so I probably wouldn't recommend it um uh, I'm very skeptical though um um but um uh, 13 Reasons Why is on Netflix, um, season one and two. Um, 
If you need any help or um, anything's come up over this episode, please contact Lifeline on 13 11 14 or alternatively, you can contact Wellways Helpline on 1300 111 500 for more support. Um, and there's loads of resources online, um, so just check out, check out those as well. Uh, you've been listening to Brainwaves on 55am on 3CR, and we'll be back next week for in another edition of Brainwaves at 5pm. Um, you can find all of our podcasts on the 3CR website um, via Brainwaves. Uh, you've been listening to... Rebecca, Rachel and Alana, um, and we hope to see you next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.